Welcome to the weekend edition of the Daily Dad Podcast, where on the weekends we do a deeper dive at how to get better at our most important job, being a parent. Sometimes in these episodes, I talk to best-selling authors and elite performers and other guests. But lately, I've also been having conversations with my wife, Samantha, the co-parent of my two boys. And uh, we do it over in the Daily Stoic studio here in Bastrop, Texas. And she and I talk about things that we're working on as parents, things that we're working on as people, and how we are supporting each other, challenging each other, and uh, like I said, trying to get better at what we do. Guest or not, I hope you hear some ideas here that will help make you a better parent. I was better for having the conversation. I hope you enjoy. As you know, the Daily Dad podcast began as an email, and every day we send out the Daily Dad email, uh, Monday through Friday. Daily Stoic is an email, Monday through Friday. Uh, and then there's Saturday Roundup. And I've used a bunch of different email services over the years. But the one we use for both of these uh, is a company called ConvertKit. And it was founded by a friend of mine, this guy, Nathan Berry, a serial entrepreneur, who I, was, I realized I met him when I was doing a talk for Growth Hacker Marketing, one of my marketing books back in I don't know, 2013, 2014, so many years ago. And then he started this great email marketing company and uh, it blew up. It's a huge business and he's a great dude. And he was in town to do something. And uh, I know he's a dad. And so I said, hey, why don't you come in and let's have a little parenting conversation, which we did at the studio. And uh, that is today's episode. You can check out ConvertKit. Uh, if you're thinking about starting an email list, if you have an email list, you're not happy with yours, I do recommend ConvertKit. It's been awesome to me over the years. Nathan had kids much younger than I did, so we talk about that in the episode and uh, how we both live out in the country, some of our favorite parenting advice and uh, some parenting techniques. I thought this was a great episode. I think you're really going to like it. Thanks to Nathan for coming on. I'll talk to you all soon. How many kids do you have? I have three kids. How old were you when you had kids? Ooh, I was very young. I was really? 21. 21? Yeah. That's crazy. 22. Yeah, somewhere right Did that feel young to you at the time? Or did, was that like normal and expected? I uh, know that was young. I was in a hurry to grow up. Like, I graduated high school when I was 15. Okay. Dropped out of college at 17. Got married at 18. I, yeah. So you felt maybe older than you actually were? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I was like 29 and people were like, you're so young. Because now everyone waits so much. Yeah, people wait till 30, 35. There is a benefit. I do feel like I, knowing some people that had kids younger, like right as they were getting started in their career, I'm sure it was very difficult. Mm -hmm. But then now, like, I don't know, the timing actually can work out, right? Because now you like have, you have time to spend together right. and you can do cool stuff. Whereas, I don't know. I've, there's probably a reason that for most of human history, people had kids when they were younger. Like waiting till you're older is is like the anomaly. And I mean, depending on where you grew up and all of that, right? Like all of our family in the Bay Area and all that were like, when we were getting married young, this is all my family. They were like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and then years later, they're like, okay, I guess your husband's cool. Like, <laughs> all right, this is fine. But like there's family members that didn't come to the wedding because they're like, we don't want to. Right, it felt like a mistake or something? Yeah, exactly. Just you'll, you'll regret this. And... So you've been with your wife how long? We've been married for 14 and a half years. And wow. 
Yeah, we've been together for 17. Isn't that so more than half of our life? Like I've been with my wife for longer. <laughs> yeah, we're my wife and I are almost there. Yeah, uh, but there is this idea that like getting married, having kids young, it's like bad for your career, bad for your life. It seems like it worked out all right for you. I mean, TBD. But you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's so many people that have like they're trying to figure out their career and they're trying to figure out their relationships and all this other stuff and it's all completely unsettled. Yes. And I'm like, wait, how do you have, what in your life sure. is the constant yes. that you can build things on top of? And I think for me, yeah, my relationship with my wife has always been that constant. So even if the company is unsettled or parenting things are unsettled or sure. all that, we can come, come back to that. Well, there's this idea that it ties you down and I would actually agree that it does, but it, it ties you to earth. Yeah. To reality, right? So Yeah, it's like on, on your house, right? Yeah. That foundation, it, wow, it really ties down your house. It's yeah. not a bummer. And you're like, no. It, well, especially as life gets crazy because the world is, stuff's happening in the world or stuff's happening in your job or your life or whatever, or you're traveling. Like to have something that is a rock, like right. they, there's a reason that my spouse is my rock and my family is my rock. Like it's actually very settling right. and it balances you out and it prevents you from becoming untethered from floating off into space or falling off the edge or, you know, whatever, however you want to describe it. Like, yeah, there are, there are things that you miss out because of it, but I would argue that you also miss out on a bunch of stuff that you definitely want to miss out on, which is maybe like, you know, becoming an egomaniac or, you know, being overwhelmed by all the, you know, paralyzed by all the different options. Like it's actually, I've, I found it, to be maybe one of the best career decisions that I made. That's not why I made it, but it turned out to not be the opposite of the of the thing that maybe culturally people warn against. Yeah, I think that's totally true. And I think having kids young is is a similar thing where uh, on one hand, it can be obviously very time consuming and, yeah. and make the career a lot harder. But then on the other, it's like that, it, it keeps you grounded. And even just as you're saying, like as like as Convert has grown and uh, other projects have taken off, like my wife kind of doesn't care. She's like very happy for me. You know? Sure. But there's a level of grounding in that. Like sure. if she comes to one of our events or something. Yeah. Right. That's where it's our audience. You know, I've got hundreds of people who, you know, sure. I'm the most famous person in the room there. And she's like, that was interesting to watch. You know, yeah. it, having seen it happen from the beginning, it's normal. And then also like, for her, not the most important thing. Yeah, like I think it would be super weird to get in, to be famous or rich and to get into a relationship. Sure. And always wonder like, hmm, was, was any part of this because of like the, the fame or success that I have? Sure. I know for a fact, no part of that is because of it. Because, sure. Sure. You know, we were broke high school and college students. Uh, or also it's like who you are with the business is, mm -hmm. is just one facet of who you are. Yeah. It's right? like a defining factor. And, and, but a person who meets you now, it's the biggest thing about you, yeah. right? Whereas this other person has understood you and seen you before it even was conceived of as an idea. And so they understand how you relate to it mm -hmm. as opposed to seeing you through it. And so they can give you much better advice and then ultimately, yeah, cut through the bullshit when you're making unimportant things more important yeah. than they actually are.
In the morning when I make breakfast for my kids, I put a I'll put the little fruit on their plate, the protein on their plate, the crunchy stuff on their plate. And then what do I put on there also? I put a high super powered chewable children's vitamin. It's pediatrician approved. They like it. And it fills common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. The sad reality is a lot of kids' vitamins are filled with sugar and unhealthy chemicals and other gummy junk that your kids shouldn't eat, especially under the guise of something that's supposed to be healthy. Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk. Tastes great, and it's perfect for picky eaters. It's designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They, they come in the packets each month. You put it in this cool glass bottle. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash Daily Dad. It's not available on the regular website website. So you have to go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash daily dad, hiahealth.com slash daily dad, and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Well, yeah, from an ego perspective, right? If you're building up like, wow, Maybe I am. It'd be great, isn't it? You know, and, and then like, to have a spouse. Dishes you need, <laughs> right. And so to have a spouse who's like, look, that's not who I married. Sure. You know? Like whatever you're becoming, that like just keeps you grounded to the, the, the core version of you. Like I was talking to someone um, yesterday who was just like, look, you're, you still have a very normal house, mm-hmm. a very normal life. And it's like, yeah, because if I, even if I wanted to change that, my wife would be like, what are you doing? Like, who yeah, it'd be very disruptive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, I think that we both made similar decisions. Okay, so we're married roughly the same age. Or I was with my, we got married later, but we've yeah. been together since we met when we were 19. Uh, I had kids later, but um, also to live in a somewhat untraditional place. We both have farms. Yeah. Uh, and to live that life, I think, is also rooting and humbling and balances things out oh yeah what well, i think yeah it just creates an environment that yeah balances things out keeps things in perspective right sure it's hard to get caught up in how well your instagram post is doing or you know or whatever sure. else right when you're like look i'm out with my kids taking care of the chickens you know we're doing we're working in the garage we're but don't you find that like so the ease of life right so not that it's not, there are not some benefits living in New York or San Francisco or LA or whatever, but like my house is like up the street. My kid's school is down the street. And if I have a dentist appointment, I can walk to my dentist appointment. Do you know what I mean? Um, like just the, the, the chillness of the lifestyle allows you to have both like career and family in a way that you would have to be at an entirely different level to have basically anywhere else. Do you know what I mean? Like um, you're able to drop your kids off, pick them up from school, work certain hours that would be much more difficult to do in a more competitive hierarchical place. Yeah, and it would just take a different level of money to Mm -hmm. achieve the same level of freedom. Yes. I think the other thing is, you know, you and I both live outside of the major hubs. 
and you end up with something like in Boise where I live, people don't come through Boise very often. Yeah. You've created a different problem for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, years, <laughs> but years earlier, right? When you're just like, oh, not only do I not live in, like, not live in New York, but I actually don't even live in Austin. Yeah. Right? And so you can do this like focused deep mm-hmm. work, which I think most of the people would say like, oh, aren't you missing out on like the important meetings that are happening in New York and LA and whatever else. It's like, Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, of course. Yeah, like, I'm doing work. And then if someone comes to town, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I get asked so rarely, you know, of like, hey, I'm in town, can we meet up? That most of the time, yeah. Well, and you're missing out on those things. And what you're not missing out on is baseball games, soccer games, right. school performances, oh, yeah. evenings at home. Because, yeah, I don't have a 90-minute commute or right. I'm not trying to cover an enormous mortgage you know, it's just, it's easier at a level that allows you to be the parent that either you would aspire to be or that you would need a fleet of you know, staff <laughs> yeah. to facilitate in ordinary circumstances. Hey, you're listening to the Daily Dad Podcast one meditation a day inspired to help you do your most important job, which is be a great father. These are meditations inspired by ancient wisdom, psychological research, and just great strategies from normal dads just like you. Thanks for listening.